Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. WTOP Traffic Center. Tracking the top trouble spots. The biggest backups. The major incidents. The slowest traffic. WTOP Traffic. Every 10 minutes, on the 8s, and when it breaks. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good Wednesday morning, midweek, January 10th. Welcome in. Glad you're with us. I'm Dean Blaine. Coming up this early 1 a.m. hour on T.O.P. Wednesday, at least four people died in deadly storms in the south. The massive system is drenching millions of people in the northeast here at home. All that heavy rain and high winds we got on Tuesday moving out of the area this morning. We'll update you. But as the man is lucky to be okay after he hits a fallen tree. Unfortunately, I didn't see it in time. I'm Mike Marilla. Thousands still in the dark dealing with power outages because of the storm. Several school systems in our area starting classes later than usual today. Posting a photo to an app could help fight climate change. I'm Kate Ryan. It was a mixed day on Wall Street. The Dow was down 158. The Nasdaq picked up 14 Asian stocks mixed this morning. It's 1 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Christopher Cruz. Big plows are clearing out the snow in Davenport, Iowa, as a powerful storm moves out. In North Florida, a suspected tornado ripped through the town of Graceville. This man was heading to the shelter when it hit. The back of the house was ripping off, and I almost couldn't get the door shut. It was trying to suck the door open, and I literally had to brace my feet against the wall to pull the door to. At least four people have died in the storm. Millions of people are now dealing with a snowy and drenching storm that's hitting dozens of states in the east. As that storm drenched Baltimore, CBS News Baltimore's Paul Gessler was talking with residents of low-lying areas. Sandbags offer a defense of sorts to the heavy rainfall and the main concern to many who work and live here. Flooding, of course. You know, we're low-lying down here. We've flooded before, so definitely flooding. Trying to prepare for it so I don't have three inches of water in my basement. Nakia is thankful she was able to get a few bags to better protect her home. Sandbags are very expensive and they are really hard to come by, so this is a definitely a big help. City parking garage is also open free to nearby residents to get their cars off the streets before floodwaters rise. There's not bad weather, just bad preparedness, bad clothing, you know. Boeing is promising to fix its 737 MAX 9 jets after a piece of the fuselage broke off during an Alaska Airlines flight on Friday. CEO Dave Calhoun spoke in a company video. I didn't know what happened to whoever was supposed to be in the seat next to that hole in the airplane. I got kids, I got grandkids, and so do you. This stuff matters. The White House is trying to tamp down the furor over Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin's decision not to tell President Biden about his week-long hospitalization. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby says Austin's job is not in danger. He still has the full faith and confidence of the commander-in-chief. Uh, he has led uh, the department at an incredibly dangerous time for uh, our national security interests and those of our allies and partners. There has been another delay getting Americans back onto the moon, says CBS's Matt Piper. It now won't be until late 2020 when the first woman and first person of color will step foot on the moon. NASA delaying its Artemis moon landing program. The space agency had planned to send four astronauts around the moon late this year. That's now set for late next year. The first human moon landing in more than 50 years also got bumped from 2025 to September 2026. It cited safety and technical issues for the delays. At least three people have been hospitalized after eating colorful pods of liquid laundry detergent that were distributed by a presidential campaign 
campaign in Taiwan. Taiwanese media reports said the victims thought the pods were candy. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. WTOP at 103. Good Wednesday morning, midweek. It's January 10th, 2024. We're looking at rain ending still. Gusty winds as we head towards dairy break. We're looking at 40s and 50s for the actual low. We're 56 right now. Good Wednesday morning. I'm Dean Blamey. Thank you for taking us along for your early 1 a.m. hour ride. The intense storms have moved out of the area, topping the news this morning, the weather, of course. But in Montgomery County, there were some scary moments on Tuesday for two drivers who drove up on a tree that had fallen in Bethesda. During the storm, David Hearn was driving home on West Bard Avenue after returning a library book. Just finished doing that and headed home and... Little, little bad luck. The bad luck was in the dark. He didn't see a massive tree that just fell. It was invisible to me as I was driving up, and uh, unfortunately, I didn't see it in time to, to be able to slow down enough and stop and not run into it. He says another car hit the other side of this big tree as well. It was one of several trees that fell in the county. Another Montgomery village hit two cars that were parked on the way down. Just a busy night for county crews who were left with a lot to clean up. In Bethesda, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Although the storms have passed, the water level keeps rising early this Wednesday morning. WTOP traffic guru Dave Dildine is watching significant flooding locally in Annapolis this morning. I am waiting around the edges of one of the biggest coastal floods in Annapolis history. Preliminarily, this is in the top five, according to NOAA records. The Severn River just surging out of its banks and overtopping not just the City Dock Promenade here, but many businesses along Dock Street and Compromise Street. Despite the odd hour, a few business owners are stacking sandbags, but to little avail. Uh, Many stores have water up to table level. Water's even lapping against the Waterfront Hotel and the Market House. All of this brought on by an extreme onshore fetch near hurricane-force winds earlier out over the Chesapeake Bay. In Annapolis, Maryland, Dave Doldine, WTOP News. WTOP at 105 Wednesday morning. Thousands remain without power in our region this morning. Dominion Energy at last check reports about 1,300 homes and businesses in the dark in Fairfax County. Just over 1,500 homes and businesses are without juice in D.C. That coming from Pepco this hour. Pepco also says they have about 3,000 customers in the dark in Montgomery County. BGE reporting this hour. 1,500 outages in Prince George's County, 3,100 in Howard County, more than 9,000 homes and businesses in the dark in Anne Arundel County this hour. Southern Maryland Electric Cooperative says about 1,700 customers are in the dark in Calvert County. And a few school systems across the area changing their schedules for this Wednesday in Maryland, Howard County, and Anne Arundel County Public Schools opening two hours late. In Virginia, Culpeper County, Fauquier County, Fredericksburg City, Spotsylvania County, and Stafford County Public Schools opening two hours late. Check out the full list of delays along with the updates on the restoration for power outages. Always a click away. We're updating it as we get new info at WTOP.com. WTOP at 106. In other news, that photo of flooding in your backyard or driveway could be a big help to scientists and planners these days working to fight climate change. 
Why locally Maryland officials want you to post your photos to an app. This is a way to feel like you're doing something for your community. Kate Vogel's a resiliency planner with Maryland's Department of Natural Resources. She's urging people to use the My Coast Maryland app. Every time someone posts a photo of flooding in their area. We can really see, like, what is the pattern in the data? What is the data showing us and how can we act on that? That, in turn, can help communities and governments plan for ways to address flooding. From planting native grasses to prevent erosion to adding riprap, that rocky material you see packed along shorelines and bridge abutments. It would be great to see more reports from throughout the state. More data, said Vogel, means more movement towards solutions. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. WTOP at 107. Tens of thousands of drivers locally each owe D.C. up to 25000 bucks in unpaid speeding tickets these days. Most are from Virginia and Maryland, and those drivers don't have to pay those tickets. So the district is now looking at this, taking the first step, we're told, towards significantly boosting its laws against speeding. In a first vote, the D.C. Council has unanimously approved a crackdown on speeding. The measure would allow more booting, towing, and would allow the city to sue out-of-town drivers with unpaid speeding tickets. The bill's sponsor, Charles Allen, told the council of the deadly toll on the city's roads. The district experienced 52 traffic fatalities in 2023. That's 17 more than the previous year. The bill, which requires a second vote by the council, also calls for a pilot program in which repeated violators would get speed governors installed in their vehicles, thwarting their ability to speed. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Good Wednesday morning, midweek, January 10th. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. Time now is 108. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. On WTOP, we bring you traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Good morning to Butch Seltzer with us this early hour in the WTOP Traffic Center. Good morning, Dean. In Virginia, earlier accident blocking the left lane in Arlington on 395 southbound after Washington Boulevard has been cleared up and out of the way. No construction really to speak of. It's been canceled for the evening. However, Fairfax, Loudoun, Spotsylvania counties, we have roadways closed due to the flooding. That's the case uh, pretty much all over the state in Maryland. Also, that earlier accident cleared left lane in Calverton on southbound 95 at Route 212. 50 out to the Bay Bridge looks good. No problem. On 270. The Bay Bridge, though, we do have uh, restrictions there as well as the nice Middleton Bridge. High profile vehicles are subject to not be permitted to cross at any time. Uh, in the district, seems to be the case there as well. Uh, flooding throughout the WTOP listening area right now. Uh, just uh, steer clear of the roads if you can on this overnight. And tomorrow looks like a better day. The WTOP Traffic Center is furnished by Regency Furniture. Celebrate Regency's 34th anniversary with savings up to 34% off furniture for every room. Regency Furniture, affordable, never looks so good. I'm Butch Seltzer, WTOP Traffic. We're just seeing a few light showers working their way across the area as we head through the overnight. Temperatures are going to drop into the low 40s. It's still going to be pretty windy out there. Winds 15 to 30 miles an hour. We'll see those winds pick back up again. We'll have winds 50 miles an hour, especially west of D.C. where we have a wind advisory. Becoming sunny temperatures around 50. I'm WTOP meteorologist Lauren Ricketts. And uh, around the region right now, we're at 51 in Manassas as well in Frederick, Maryland. 54 Metro Center. 
Down a couple to 54 in our nation's capital. Brought to you this morning, Amara, Wednesday morning, midweek, January 10th on WTOP by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence. Decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. WTOP at 110, where we bring you money news at 10 and 40 past each hour. Let's check in now with Jeff this morning. Unity Software, whose tools are used by game and app designers, is cutting 1,800 jobs. It's 25% of its workforce. The president of the National Association of Realtors, Tracy Casper, has resigned after reporting an attempted blackmail threat. Goodyear's launching a line of tires specifically for electric vehicles whose heavy batteries mean more wear and tear on tires. The Dow lost 158 points Tuesday, but the Nasdaq gained 14. Jeff Clable, WTOP News. Overseas, Asian stocks mainly lower. The Kospi's down 18. The Hang Seng down 96. The Shanghai off 11 points, though the Nikkei is up by 763. Good morning. Glad you're with us. 111 on WTOP. Are you a family with child medical expenses and looking for relief? United Healthcare Children's Foundation is here to help. They offer medical grants that financially help families cover costs that are not covered or not fully covered by their commercial health insurance. So far, the United Healthcare Children's Foundation has awarded more than 34,000 grants worth more than $70 million. You don't need to be insured through United Healthcare to qualify. Visit grantsforkids.org. That's grantsforkids.org and apply for a grant today. Working on a nightmare. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. If you think you have a problem with your roof, don't climb on top of it to take a look. It's dangerous, and if you're like me, you won't know what you're looking at anyway. That's why you need a roof expert, one you know you can trust. Hi, it's Chris Core. I trust Roofmasters. I have for 20 years. I know the owner personally, and I've seen the quality of his work on my own home. His prices are always very fair. In fact, he encourages you always to get three estimates for any roofing work but just make sure one of the three is from Roofmasters. How honest is that? Look, there are a lot of roofing companies out there, big, small, national and local, and it can get overwhelming, but it doesn't have to be. When you need quality roofing at a fair price, write this name down. Roofmasters. Their phone is 301-230-ROOF. 301-230-ROOF. Online at Roofmasters.com. And always remember, with Roofmasters, the proof is in the roof. 301-230-ROOF. Good Wednesday morning, midweek. Welcome in this one a.m. hour, January 10th here to WTLP. If you're just joining us, rain ending as we head towards daybreak. The gusty winds still will kick by daybreak. They'll diminish some 40s and 50s for the low. Right now, we're at 54 in Washington. Good morning. I'm Dean Lane. Glad you're with us. Time now on WTOP is 113. This is WTOP News. There may be a political storm brewing these days over how to avoid a government shutdown. This morning, WTOP's Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller with more on potentially averting that shutdown that's likely to divide Republicans. This may be the calm before the storm, but Senate leaders said they think there's going to have to be some kind of continuing resolution, a short-term CR, because the January 19th deadline is coming so soon to avert a shutdown. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell says he's pleased with the agreement on the overall spending level, but... In the meantime, we need to prevent a government shutdown. 
And so the obvious question is, how long does the CR need to be? And that is the issue that's going to split Republicans. Conservatives have made it very clear they don't want a short-term spending plan. And House Speaker Mike Johnson is now on the hot seat. Does he stick with hardliners who don't want a short-term bill and take things to the brink on a shutdown? Or does he work with Democrats to get spending bills passed? A lot of big decisions coming in the next few weeks. Mitch, also New Jersey Senator Bob Menendez renewed his criticism of prosecutors who have charged him in a wide-ranging bribery scheme. What's going on there? Well, this was a rather rare floor speech given that Senator Menendez has already proclaimed his innocence, but Menendez clearly felt he needed to speak out given that another superseding indictment in his bribery case came out last week. Prosecutors say in addition to illegally accepting bribes on behalf of a businessman to get contract work with Egypt, he also allegedly worked on behalf of the country of Qatar. Fellow Democratic Pennsylvania Senator John Fetterman today called Menendez a sleazeball and says he needs to go. But Menendez says he will not resign as he awaits trial. Uh, We have House Republicans getting ready to hold Hunter Biden in contempt for not providing testimony behind closed doors. What's the latest there? A lot of action ahead tomorrow. The House Oversight and Judiciary Committees plan to move forward with markups of contempt language. They say that Hunter Biden has failed to provide a deposition as requested in those closed doors proceedings. The president's son came to Capitol Hill, you'll recall, a few weeks ago and offered to provide testimony at a public hearing. But Republicans rejected that. Democrats are criticizing this latest development. I spoke today with a member of the Judiciary Committee, Maryland Democrat Glenn Ivey, who pointed out that the chair of the Judiciary Committee, Jim Jordan, himself defied a subpoena to testify before the January 6th committee. So tomorrow's proceeding will quickly renew those political tensions during this election year. WTOP Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller talking with Sean and Ann. Quick look at the top stories early Wednesday morning we're following for you on WTOP. There are still a few passing showers moving out by daybreak. The worst of the rain and strong winds have moved out of the area this morning. A federal appeals court considering whether or not former President Donald Trump is immune from criminal prosecution for his efforts to overturn the 2020 election. And Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin has spent recent days in the hospital battling prostate cancer, we're told, and a related infection because of it. Serious questions remain, though, about why President Biden was not more quickly informed of what was going on with him. Stay with WTOP for more in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. No matter who we are or where we come from, we all experience difficulties in life. Military veterans know that sometimes it takes strength and determination to make it through. Whether it's physical challenges or struggles on the inside, it takes strength to ask for help when you need it. Learn how veterans like us have reached out for help and hear stories of strength and recovery at maketheconnection.net. Good Wednesday morning, January 10th, 117. An update on traffic and weather a minute away. Meantime, let's check out the latest from the tech world this morning. I'm Larry Magid with the Connect Safely report. Google is getting rid of tracking cookies. Those little files that are stored on your device that display ads based on the web pages you look at. Cookies, which are also beneficially used to log you into websites, have been heavily criticized by privacy advocates. But the elimination of cookies doesn't stop targeted advertising. Instead, Google is launching what it calls a privacy sandbox. Google's Chrome browser will track you online, but store the data on your device rather than sending it up to Google or another party. 
It then sorts you into groups based on your browsing habits. Critics argue that the privacy sandbox might consolidate and increase Google's already overwhelming dominance in the online advertising space, and that that sorting process could be a form of online profiling. With the Connect Safely report, I'm Larry Magid for CBS News. Coming right up this morning, I'm on WTOP early Wednesday for you. Felons with guns are a renewed focus for police. This really is about a commitment to doing more. I'm Nick Ainelli. WTOP at 118. Traffic weather on the 8th. Over to Butch Seltzer first this morning with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. Good morning, Dean. Uh, in Maryland, good news. Uh, the earlier accident in Calverton and 95 southbound, that's been cleared up and out of the way. 50 out to the Bay Bridge looks good. No problems on 270, the Bay Bridge, though. We do have restrictions there, as well as the nice Middleton Bridge. High-profile vehicles are subject to not be permitted to cross at any time. In Virginia, uh, that uh, most or all of the construction has been canceled for this evening. That's actually throughout the entire uh, listening area. However, in Fairfax, Loudoun, Spotsylvania counties, we have roadways closed due to flooding. That's the case again all over the state, all over the area. In the district, the same seems to be true there. Uh, flooding throughout the WTOP listening area, luckily it would seem most of the folks have been listening and staying off the roads. And uh, the weather center says it's going to clear out, so hopefully no problems any longer throughout the night. I'm Butch Seltzer, W. TOP traffic. A lot of heavy rain that came down yesterday. Now we're dealing with the aftermath. We're still dealing with the winds. We're still dealing with ongoing flooding issues. I'm expecting a few little spotty showers through the next couple hours, but that shouldn't lend to any more flooding. As we get into daybreak, winds will actually increase. Winds 30 to 40, even 50 miles an hour at times through your Wednesday. Plenty of sunshine, low 50s. Thursday, a much calmer day. Plenty of sunshine, lighter winds. Temperatures, low 50s. I'm Debbie WTOP meteorologist Lauren Ricketts. Right now, we are at 54 degrees up from Marlboro, 52 Woodbridge, down a degree to 53 in our nation's capital and still ahead this morning on TOP. What's the plan to deal with crime in Maryland? The governor outlines his priorities. I'm Kate Ryan. Uh-oh, Brad's buzzed. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's starting with the woots. <laughs> <laughs> and now a speech. I just want to say that friendship is about heart. Heart and brain. Who's with me? Good thing is, he knows when he's buzzed. And my brain is saying, when it's time to go home, somebody call me a ride. Love that guy. Me too. Know your buzzed warning signs? Call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Good Wednesday morning, midweek, January 10th. Glad you're with us. 121 on WTOP. Welcome in this morning. This is WTOP News. Even though it's illegal for convicted felons to have a gun locally in the state of Virginia, it still happens far too often, we're told. Fairfax County is to that end, cracking down on that. Two special teams in Fairfax County, one made up of detectives, the other of prosecutors, will dedicate more time and resources to investigating felons who have guns illegally. Fairfax County Commonwealth's attorney, Steve Descano. We are endeavoring to really take a high-level, multi-pronged approach to discourage gun violence. He says it'll help deter felons from having firearms and also help to identify where illegal guns are coming from. The county's police chief, Kevin Davis. People 
who illegally carry firearms are more prone to go to that firearm when they're engaged in a otherwise petty dispute. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. For support for crime victims, a push to boost policing as a career and a focus on reducing gun violence. Locally, Maryland's governor announcing public safety plans the day before lawmakers get back to work in Annapolis. Maryland Governor Westmore says he intends to work with lawmakers to get his public safety plans passed. We aren't going to point fingers. We aren't going to just simply place blame while homicide rates increase. Regarding concerns about juvenile crime specifically, Moore said... We need accountability for the kids that are repeatedly violating the law. I believe in rehabilitation, but I will not tolerate lawlessness. Moore introduced three bills, including one boosting support for crime victims. Another is aimed at beefing up police numbers in the state. This legislation will build stronger pipelines to law enforcement jobs for all Marylanders, even those who do not pursue a four-year college degree. And a third would create a Center for Firearm Violence Prevention. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. History is made in Minnesota this week. For the first time, St. Paul has sworn in its first city council made up entirely of women. Incoming Council President Mitra Jalali. To Anika, Rebecca, Sarah, Wajang, Nelsi, and Shaniqua. I'm so proud of and honored to serve alongside each of you. Thank you for answering the call to serve. One by one, they took the oath of office. I, Anika Bowie. I, Rebecca Naker. I, Sarah Jost. Do solemnly swear. Six out of the seven members are women of color. Stacy Lynn, CBS News. A woman who nearly died from carbon monoxide poisoning, lucky to be alive this morning after the SOS feature on her Apple Watch actually dialed emergency services. Natalie Nasatka of Delaware said that she woke up feeling off and decided to take a nap on her couch. She says that the, she then felt even worse when she woke up a few hours later. Too weak to find her phone, she held down the side button on her Apple Watch. Firefighters confirmed the cause of her health scare was from carbon monoxide from her heater. Luckily, she's fine this morning, we can tell you, and now has carbon monoxide. She has a detector in her house for that. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. There's nothing that brings out our emotions like winter weather. I love when the trees are glistening, covered in ice. I love making snow angels. I love when it's over. I want it to be over. Even if you're not a fan of the ice and snow, you'll feel better prepared with WTOP's weather updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. We're here for you all winter. The temperatures are really going to drop today. WTOP News. Facts matter. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. The possibility of lung cancer can be pretty scary, especially if you're one of approximately 8 million current or former smokers at high risk. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know that now there's a breakthrough low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early, and it only takes 60 seconds. You stop smoking, now start screening. For an easy quiz to see if you're eligible, visit SaveByTheScan.org. It could save your life. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. Sports at 25 and 55. WTOP Sports Time 125 and Rob's turn this morning. The commander's search for a new head of football operations is off and running. 
Josh Harris opened his palatial Miami home to a pair of assistant GMs Tuesday. The 49ers Adam Peters and the Chiefs Mike Borgonzi and will host a pair more Wednesday when the Eagles Alec Hallaby and the Bears Ian Cunningham sit down for interviews. In this week's DC Sports Huddle, we offered our dream scenarios for the GM and coach hires and George Wallace said, This is an attractive job for a number of reasons. And especially, you know, an ownership group that is going to do things the right way. You have a off season with almost $80 million and the icing, the cherry, whatever you want to say on top, the number two overall pick. You have a blank canvas right now. And I think Peters is their top choice. And I think Ben Johnson is their top choice. And I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say those are the two they're going to get. We also rank the best and worst of the Ron Rivera era in the D.C. Sports.